Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Thursday, February 17th, and this is People Every Day. Hey there, it's me, Janine Rubenstein. Happy Throwback Thursday. Speaking of throwbacks, did you listen to yesterday's Linda Evangelista episode? So, so good. If not, make sure to check that out. But now, let's talk today. There is more news bubbling up in the tragic saga surrounding Bob Saget. Saget's widow, Kelly Rizzo, and his three daughters, Aubrey, Lara, and Jennifer, were granted a temporary injunction after suing officials over a month ago to block the public release of documents tied to the TV star's death. In court documents obtained by People, we learn this move will legally prohibit officials from releasing further materials tied to Saget's death, including photographs and audio recordings. Additional information has continued to trickle out since the comedian passed away in his Orlando hotel room on January 9th. While the cause of death was ruled, quote, the result of blunt head trauma and not tied to any drugs or toxins, it seems like there may still be more to come with this story, though the family is hoping to lay it all to rest. For the second time this year, we learn that Aaron Rodgers won't be securing a second ring. A source close to the former Super Bowl champion confirmed to people that the Packers QB and Big Little Lies star Shailene Woodley have called it quits. The source stated it was an amicable split, it just wasn't working, and that they're very different people with busy careers and there were obstacles that they couldn't surmount. They will remain friendly, there's no bad blood and no drama, it just didn't work out for them. So the two were openly engaged for a year, but recently we learned that Woodley and Rogers often, quote, agree to disagree on numerous topics. Uh, Rogers, of course, made headlines this past season for misleading reporters on his vaccination status and speaking out publicly against the president and vaccine mandates. While no one is 100% sure if Rogers will be back in Green Bay next season, it's safe to say that Shailene Woodley will not. And there's another athlete steeped in drama today. And guys, we have to talk about it. Now on to arguably the biggest story to come out of the Olympics this year, the controversy surrounding Camilla Valieva, the 15-year-old Russian figure skater, first caused an uproar when it was revealed that she had a positive drug test back in December. The anger and backlash only continued when it was announced that she would not be suspended from the Olympics and would still be able to compete, which brings us to this morning. Amidst that uproar, she took to the ice and uncharacteristically fell multiple times, something that left her quite emotional. Naturally, a lot of people had thoughts, and joining me now to recap the moment and give her own color commentary is People Managing Editor Charlotte Triggs. So Charlotte, I need you to take us rinkside and into the moment. All right. For anybody who didn't manage to watch it this morning, it was just so dramatic and so good. She was the last one scheduled to skate because, you know, she's the best. Everybody's going to be watching. They're going to, like, get everybody to watch the whole segment, putting her at the end of it. So she just was falling left and right. Like, I thought, I counted that she fell about five times. I think only two of them count as official falls because she actually, like, tumbled all the way to the ice. Oof. But she was just not 
doing well at all. She's the one who just a week ago, you know, had done this routine. She landed this quad jump that like nobody has landed before. Like she was supposed to be the star. Of course, it was all tarnished by everything else. I mean, not since like Tanya Harding, have you seen such an epic meltdown mid-performance. Like, it was just crazy. And then at the end of it, I mean, she, like, kind of threw her hand down in frustration. She didn't even, like, stick her pose. She, like, threw her arms down. She was, like, so mad. And then as she was skating off, it was clear she was, like, really angry and, like, about to, like, break it down into tears. And, you know, of course, when she got her scores, it put her in fourth place, so she's not even going to medal. Meanwhile, she was supposed to be the clear front runner for gold. Um, and she was just hysterical, like heaving sobs. And one of her coaches was kind of like holding her upright. Oh my gosh. Um, it was total chaos, complete chaos. Wait, but so there were some other skaters just melting down as well, right? So t- take me into that. Yeah, this was like, this was the part that really got me is that everybody was like bursting into tears, acting super strange. So the woman who got gold, Anna Sherbakova, she's a Russian skater. She was the one that ended up surprised winning the gold. She was just standing there with this blank face, staring off into space. It was like, she didn't want anybody looking at her. She didn't want to like, you know, they're all apparently very close friends, the Russian ladies. So I think she didn't want to be overly celebratory. I mean, I'm sure she's very happy to be getting gold, but it was like, she was like stunned into silence, just standing there looking off into space. The one who got silver, this was very strange. Alexandra Trusova, she was hysterically crying. She had black makeup going down her face. She had this red lipstick because her her dance was uh, Cruella themed. So she had this like very um, dramatic makeup. It was rubbed all over her face. And she was like, um, they were saying that she was refusing to go to the podium. And it's oh my like, gosh. I know it was like crazy. The only thing missing here is that none of these people are speaking English. So we can't tell exactly what's going on unless you're, you know, yeah. unfortunately, unless you speak Russian. But um, this sounds like a, a soap opera. It was. I mean, she was like storming <laughs> off. She like wouldn't go to the podium. She like, you know, and then she had to clean herself up and like wipe away all the, the make- she was like, on the podium, wipe- fixing her makeup because it was like, chaos. Yeah. And then I saw that Trusova gave an interview afterwards saying that she was basically furious she didn't get gold, right? Because like you said, she did all the best technical stuff. And she told reporters, there is no happiness. Jeez. But meanwhile, bronze medalist, Japan's Kaori Sakamoto, was ugly crying too. Like, were her tears at least happy tears? Did anybody have happy tears? I'm assuming that hers were happy tears because what does she have to complain about? She doesn't have any loyalty to Camilla. (laughs) Maybe she was just surprised that she even got a medal at all. But her, like, her crying was very dramatic too. It was like the tears were like squirting out, like, you know, and they're all wearing these masks, but then the tears are like flying across the room. It's like biohazard. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. Oh my God. Lord. Wait. So the commentary, yes. uh, because yours is so amazing, <laughs> but there were also <laughs> Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir who were covering the whole thing. So just take me into what they were like, because they have been hypercritical of the fact that Camilla got to skate. So what were they like when she was skating? Even a few days ago before this performance today, their commentary, you could describe it as frosty, right? They didn't add any of the like fun color mm-hmm. with her. They just treated her very much like, mm-hmm, yeah, you're taking to the ice. Okay. They were not supportive of this. So today, Today, the first mistake she made, they're like, whoa, she barely hung on to that one. And they were like kind of distinctly shady. And then she just started bombing, like just dro- like falling left and right. And like all of these, these things, you know, it's their job to point out what's happening, like pointing out the, that it's the most mistakes they've ever seen her make. And then once she got her points in and they were so low, 
the first thing out of their mouth, Johnny was like, thank God, which I was actually taken aback by that. I was shocked. And then Tara also reiterated the same thing. She was like, thank goodness. And I think they're saying what everybody's probably thinking, like, okay, so now we're in the clear for the people who actually get medals to be people who are not going to have to have an asterisk by their name. But it was very dramatic. There's some talk out there saying she would never fall that many times. Um, is this something that they did on purpose? Maybe Team Russia might have done to make sure that they were able to medal and not have, like you said, that asterisk. You're the third person who's brought that up to me today. I mean, my husband like immediately had that reaction. So, you know, he loves Reddit. He lives on Reddit and places like that where the conspiracy theories can flow. I feel like the emotions on her face afterwards were not the emotions of someone who had a strategy that they saw through to fruition. But, I mean, who the hell knows? It's like a dramatic thing. You remember Tanya Harding when she melted down on the ice? Yeah. You know, these were Americans having very big American emotions. Normally the Russians, like, they feel like a little bit more like, uh, button, a little bit more buttoned up and a little bit more like all, all business. Um, so that was absent in this case. She's only 15. If she... You know, it's maybe better that she doesn't get a medal with an asterisk next to it this year. And in four years, she'll only be 19. She can come back clean and try again and win on her own merits. Well, wow. Thank you. It's chilly in here after all of that. <laughs> Appreciate it, Charlotte. Thanks, Jean. Coming up, something that caught my ear. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, where have you been? <laughs> but one of the stars, Brett Goldstein, who plays the notoriously grumpy Roy Kent, joined his talents with another famous grouch, and it's absolutely perfect. And then, speaking of talent, we sit down with two judges from the new show, America's Got Talent Extreme, pro wrestler Nikki Bella and X Games veteran Travis Pastrana. They're here, stick around. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. If you are, it's just that I want to know so that I don't look stupid. It was yoga, okay? I do yoga with a group of women in their 60s. They've no idea who I am. It's twice a week and it's really good for my core. Normally only takes an hour, but Maureen's just been going for a divorce and she needed to talk about it and blow off some steam. We all ended up at GAY till 2 a.m. and then we had crepes in Balham's with some drag queens. Like I said, it's private. That is, of course, salty soccer player Roy Kent from season one of Apple's hit, Ted Lasso. The man behind Roy is Brett Goldstein, a British comedian who's an actor and writer on the show. He just got the Sesame Street treatment, appearing alongside Oscar the Grouch in his own trash can. And since my toddler screams for me to turn on Elmo every single day, that scene is something that caught my ear. So Big Bird bumbles by the trash cans, all happy about his day, bumps into them, and then the two famous grumps glower and grunt their way back down into the garbage. <laughs> Take a listen. <laughs> Isn't it a beautiful day? <laughs> mm. 
if you haven't seen Ted Lasso, both seasons are available to stream on Apple TV+. And if you haven't seen Sesame Street, come over to my house. I think it's on right now. And speaking of what to watch, when you're picking something for the whole fam, you're probably not watching too many things with extreme in the title. Well, until now. Monday night at 8 p.m., NBC is premiering a new edition of America's Got Talent, AGT Extreme. And it is, quote, the most outrageous, unique, and jaw-dropping acts of enormous scale and magnitude that simply cannot be confined to a theater stage. <laughs> With host Terry Crews and executive producer Simon Cowell back to judge, we were all wondering who would be sitting next to him for this intense, stunt-driven show. Well, this week we found out the answer to that question. It is WWE superstar Nikki Bella and no stranger to extreme sports, professional motocross and rally car driver Travis Pastrana. So let's take a quick listen to their thoughts on the show. I'm excited to just see something that I can't do or even the man of extreme next to me can do. Action sports is what I do. I'm very critical on all the stuff. I was happily surprised to see that I've been wild time and time again. Back. Wow. Well, I'll be watching and joining me now are Nikki Bella and Travis Pastrana themselves. Guys, how are you doing? Good. Oh, doing awesome. Well, guys, let's start simple. All right, Nikki, I'm going to you. Um, take me into this high octane version of AGT that I heard was 10 years in the making. So what makes it so different from the AGT we all know and love? I feel like, you know, when we say sky, sky is the limit, it truly is the limit. We are out here and people are doing incredible, extraordinary things. I mean, truly life or death. And we just kind of bring extreme and what you see there, if it's the action sports industry, I mean, it's the imagination. It's coming to life on our show. So more than jumping off of the, you know, the top, <laughs> the top of, of, of the map. Yeah. Way more than jumping off the top <laughs> rope. Yeah. It's, it's beyond any wrestling move I've ever seen before. <laughs> well, speaking of that, the stunts and things I saw in the trailer were intense. But Travis, you're, of course, no stranger to that kind of stuff. And well, actually, how are you doing? You, you just had a base jumping accident in Florida a few weeks ago. How, how are you feeling? Yeah, occupational hazard. Uh, no, I'm doing great, actually. Uh, so uh, everything's healing up well. I took my first steps in physical therapy yesterday. So uh, getting off the couch is always good and just really excited about AGT Extreme and just... You know, even though a lot of the stuff that I saw was in my genre and stuff that I'm like, oh, freestyle motocross ramp, like, oh, this guy's, you know, a girl is not going to go make it. And they would, they would wow me time and time again. People that go on AGT, they know they have to bring the show. They know they have to bring the charisma, the energy, that, that excitement. And this wasn't just about, you know, picking sports that are action sports or Olympic sports. This was about kind of like the bringing it back to the roots of action sport and circus and everything. And we saw funny acts. We saw amazing acts. We saw extreme acts. But it was all about people that were passionate doing stuff that doesn't really have a platform to uh, to thrive yet. So, Travis, just take me into one moment. I know you don't get nervous about these things, but was there something specifically that made you like, oh, my gosh, I, I, I hope this guy or girl makes it? Uh, there was a couple, but the, the biggest one for me and might have been a golden buzzer moment was, I mean, the sway pole. I've never sw seen a sway pole. I've never heard of a sway pole. This thing is 100 foot tall. It's raining outside. It's dark. And it was just absolutely, I was like, don't. No, don't don't go up there. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, and then at the very end of the act, something happened that I never would have imagined, and I was just jaw dropped. It was it was pretty cool. Okay, but they're alive. 
Right. Everyone lives. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, well, before I let you guys go, Nikki, I wanted to ask you if you had the ability to create your own stunt for this show, something you have always wanted to try, what would it be? And who else on the show would you do it with? Travis, for sure. I mean, he would have to be my partner in crime on that because he's the king of extreme and I trust him. Even though he's had a lot of surgeries and has broken a lot of bones, still, no matter what, I trust him. And I think, even though I'm scared of heights, like, there's this act that I, we saw with balloons and with silks. And I'm like, I would maybe do something that went high. But then I think motorcycles and dirt bikes are super badass. And then you throw fire and pyro with it. You guys, thank you so much. This has been so great. Oh, thank you so much for having us on. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And again, everyone, you can catch AGT Extreme Monday night, February 21st on NBC. The last thing I want to leave you with is some good news happening here in my backyard. On Sunday, Issa Rae received the key to the city of Inglewood, California. She's the first person to receive the honor in the entire history of the city. We present the very first key in over 114 years of incorporation of the city of Inglewood to Issa Rae, the queen of Inglewood. little emotional. I'm trying to be a thug right now at this, but I'm just truly honored to receive this. I will always put on for my city, Inglewood, South LA, stand up. So Ray grew up in Inglewood, and it was a large part of the backdrop of Insecure, the hit HBO series she wrote, produced, and starred in. In the early seasons, her character, Issa D, worked for a nonprofit called We Got Y'all, focused on providing Black youth opportunities to thrive in their community. And We Got Y'all offers after-school tutoring, mentoring programs, community service, standardized test coaching, big brother, big sister, and, and just general filling in the cracks. As youth liaison, I can assure you that whatever it is you need to succeed, we got y'all. And now, life is imitating art. This week, Issa Rae and Airbnb announced a $100,000 donation to Leaders Up, an organization similar to the one from her show that's run by Jeffrey Wallace and is committed to creating career pathways, jobs, and providing career coaching to largely Black and Latino talent. The nonprofit plans to use the donation to create a community impact fund for those in and around Inglewood to address barriers to accessing educational, mental health, and technological resources. In essence, they got y'all. Kudos to Issa Rae and Leaders Up, and thank you all for listening today. We'll be back tomorrow to close out the week on People Every Day. <laughs>